Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to yet again another interview that we've got going on here on the Cover 7 podcast. And guys, in today's episode, I'm super excited to announce that we're yet once again joined by another Kansas State Wildcat, but this time Kansas State running back LeJames White, a.k.a. Jimmy. Jimmy, thank you for coming on today, my guy. I'm super excited to have you on and, you know, learn a little bit more about you and ultimately what led you to become a Kansas State Wildcat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, I now, appreciate it. hey, no, absolutely. It's a pleasure having you on. So, um, Jimmy, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your playing career, you know, originally going to Air Force, but then deciding to come back home and go to um, Kansas State. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, where you're from, how you got into football, why you got into football, you know, just some of the little details like that about yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So basically with me, I'm from Kansas. I'm from the Kansas City, Kansas area. I went to two different high schools. My first high school was Piper High School. I then my senior year transferred to um, St. James Academy. And what got really got me into football was honestly like going into my freshman year of high school, my parents, it was more like they pretty much was like, well, you guys you all got to play sports like we already knew that. And my main focus was baseball originally. I was like, all right, well, I know I'm good at baseball. I know I can go to the next level. Let's see where I can go. And then it was football season right when you start school. And my dad was like, you're either playing soccer or football. You choose your pick. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I guess I'll play uh, I'll play soccer. He looked at me and laughed and just walked away. And he came back later on and was like, you're playing football. So go ahead. Like, you've been playing football your whole life. Like, there's no point. That's what you know. You always watch football. And and that's where it took off for me for football because before, like when I was playing, I just I thought it was just oh I get out there and play, and I didn't really see much ahead of me much more with football. But then it came down to it, and my freshman year I got the opportunity to start on varsity, and ever since then I knew that it was only up from there. Hey, absolutely, and uh, Jimmy, I'm glad you talked a little bit about because and it's funny because a lot of guys always presume you know you're playing Division One football and everything like that. You know, you've always been a football guy, right? I've had guys tell me you know they, they you know they played volleyball over you know football. Obviously, in your case, soccer over football and everything like that. But um, you know, for you, you know, when you played baseball, what was your position actually? I, I just love to kind of learn a little bit more. Uh, I was outfield. I played center field and then a little bit of left. I got you. So at least being able to play outfield and everything like that, you know, you're used to running a decent amount, right? So, yes, um, so you know, kind of flash forward and back a little bit to, you know, your freshman year, high school football and everything like that. Did you originally start out at running back or were you playing like a whole different position? Believe it or not, I was the backup quarterback on varsity. Swear, like, really? Like, yes. And I stood about five foot two, about a buck 45 pounds and I, and I was and I whenever I got my opportunities, like there was a few games I went in, I had I was scoring touchdowns and making touchdown passes. And everybody was like, OK, like no one ever expected you to be a quarterback. But here you are. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, you know, seeing a guy like like at your size at that point, they're probably like, OK, you know, a bunch of read options and everything like that. And then, you know, casually sling a you know 30 yard pass for a touchdown. <laughs> no, I got you. So, um. So when did you actually make that transition to running back? Was that not until later in your high school career or, you know, how did that, how did all that happen? It was actually my freshman year. I want to say it was after, it would have been after game three. We had two running backs. There were both, one of them was a junior or one was a sophomore and one was a junior and they were both there and they were, they've always been running backs their whole life. And one of them got in a little bit of trouble. And then the other one, he had other issues going on with his family and stuff. And then my running back coach, who well, he then became my running back coach, uh, Coach Brian Gray, and 
he was like, hey, so I know you know we're going through some adversity at running back, this and that. And he was just explaining to me. And he was like, but he said, I don't, he said, he was looking at my brother. My, I have a, my brother who was there that played in high school with me. He was 6'3 at the time. They're like, we know that you're going to grow eventually. But at the same time, it's right now that's not happened. It's, it hasn't happened yet. So yeah, like, I, they said, you're the only person who knows the offense. So we're going to put you in there and run it back. And then I remember just sitting there like, um, okay, like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like I was nervous at first and then we got down to the first practice and then I feel like everything honestly just clicked from there. Hey, I got you. I got you. Now let me ask you though, how was it when you first got like your bell rung, right? Like you got that first real hit, you know, how, how did that feel? I guess for you? Oh no, that was my very first play. My coach said he didn't think I was going to get up. And, <laughs> and actually Man. the kid who hit me played here at K-State. He just finished his last, the season last year. His name was Jace Friesen. And I'll never forget it. I was at a, a toss to the edge and I'm running and I got hit so hard that when I got up, I started seeing stars and I was like, I don't know if this was really for me. Like, yeah. this might not be my sport. Like, this is the very first play. If this is going to happen all the time, then I don't want it like this. No, nah, no, nah, I got you. It's funny you just mentioned Jace because I just got done recording with him probably a few days ago. So, hey, shout out to you, Jace, and all that. But so your first ever hit just so happened to come from your fellow K-State teammate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. It's funny how, you know, the world's just small like that and everything always comes back together. But, um, you know, anyway, so from that point on and, you know, once you got, got into your sophomore year, you finally had a full offseason to actually, you know, be at the running back position and everything like that. Talk to us a little bit about how that sophomore year went, you know, your second year actually being able or your first real year actually being able to play the running back position. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So basically, I remember, well, we actually had a new coach transition. Our head coach retired. He moved down. He became our um, offensive coordinator. And we had a new head coach come in. He came from a, 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 a rival high school of ours that, that we used to play all the time. And he got over here. And then it was like from there, he pretty much said, like, you know, this is your spot. Like, I remember we did interviews with a bunch of different coaches. He's like, you know, this is your spot. He said, you're young, but at the same time, we know you're a leader. So take control. And then it was like after, because I played baseball in the, um, in the, it would have been in the spring. So and after spring, like all through spring, I wasn't able to practice, wasn't able to go do weights with football team. And then we get over the summer and he's like, you're a true running back. You probably won't ever play quarterback ever again. And I was like, okay, well, let's see how this goes. And then everything started to click and we started doing team camps. And I was like, okay, like, I know I'm a running back. I, I know that this is this is where I should be at. Hey, I got you. And absolutely, it always takes that one moment. And I always try to ask all the guys and everything like that. But, um, you know, Jimmy, for you, when was kind of that moment that you, like, you realized, like, hey, I could actually make it, you know, to the next level? Like, when was kind of that moment for you? I would say it was after it was during my sophomore year, honestly, because uh, Cooper BB, of course, he played. We played the same high school. And like I seen he was already committed to K-State at this point. And I'm like, OK, like if he's in front of me and this is what we're producing, like I'm like, I know I can make it to the next level. I'm like, we're all working our tails off and putting in the work. And I'm like, OK, like if this is what it takes, then then I know I can go above and beyond. And that's all it took. And it was just all right. OK. Here we go. And then, of course, seeing my other sibling, my older siblings play college sports and they them doing their stuff. So I'm like, OK, like this is me. I know football. I might not be the biggest on the field, might not be the tallest, but I got the biggest heart. So 
Hey, no, absolutely. And also, I didn't even realize, too, you've had uh, relatives that actually went and played in college sports. If you don't mind, talk a little bit about, you know, the effect they've had on, you know, you and your playing career so far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, I, honestly, it they, they've pushed me to a level that, that pretty much, like, it just, like, it only elevated me in a way because, like, basically, like, just watching them play and watching them develop and stuff, I'm like, okay, like, they know how to take on adversity head on. And when they got to college, there's like, it's real deal. Like it's not, there's no more fun and games. Yeah. You're around your friends, your buddies or whatever. And, and it's fun while you're out there, but at the same time, it's preparing you for something bigger. It's not just about the game at that point. And I was like, okay, like th this is bigger than just football at this point. So with them pushing that into me and beating it into me, I'm like, okay, here we go. Like if this is, if they became successful, and they're living their lives now through sports, and that's what helped them and got them a jump on life, then I know that this could be an outlet for me too. So, Hey, I'd love to hear it, man. And definitely, you know, sibling rivalries, everything like that too, makes it a lot more competitive and pretty much, you know, anything that you do. Oh, yeah. So, so, um, so Jimmy, you know, talk to me a little bit about, you know, your final year of high school football, right? Normally that's kind of like the critical year for recruiting and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, for you, you know, how'd your senior season go in terms of recruiting wise, playing wise and everything like that? Okay. So my, well, my senior year, I actually transferred high schools and like when I transferred, it was, it was a new fit. It was, it, it was something that I wasn't used to. It was of all new faces, but everybody was welcoming their open arms. And I remember getting there and I'm like, okay, like my goal right now is to go. I was, I was late in the, cause COVID was the year before. So I was a little behind with like going to camps and stuff. Cause a lot of camps were canceled. I was like, I don't really have many offers. I think I was walking around with like four or five offers from schools. And I'm like, okay, like, here we go. Like it's time to make a name for myself. And, and right at the end of my senior year, like right before playoffs, I remember telling my coach, I said, this is the last time I'll ever lose a high school football game. And I did everything in my power. We went, then went on to win the state championship uh, to knock off uh, Bishop Miege from winning their uh, seventh consecutive. And that, and that just made history. It was history from there. So. Hey, I was about to say, because, like, I've got, you know, on my other screen, got some of your stats and everything like that. I mean, you you definitely balled out in your senior year, because at least from what it says is, you know, you rushed for 1,500 yards and 26 touchdowns in just your senior year. I mean, that's – that's like unheard of a lot of times, especially, you know, what, no matter what level you're in, that's still incredible. And you also had five touchdowns in your state game too. I didn't even realize that either. So, yeah. you know, slight little thing. So let me ask you, you know, Jimmy, how are you feeling after, you know, your final game of high school football, you know, you had to make, you know, you had to make your decision on, you know, what college you're going to go to and everything like that, you know, talk to us a little bit about that process. Cause you know, for a lot of people, especially, you know, younger guys and everything like that, that are just now getting into that process, you know, how did that go for you? Sir, yes, sir. So after, I want to say, because we the state championship game was in November, and honestly, after the game, like, it just felt so unreal because it was like, in my previous high school, I knew for a fact we had a team that we were going to have a cakewalk and go through and win state that year. We just had, we just had the team, and that was our year to do it, and then I had to, in unfortunate circumstances, I had to move and transfer to play, So and I was playing with a, a whole new group, and I'm like, okay, like, here we go. Like my senior season is over. Like I'm never playing a high school football game ever again. It was just so unreal. Cause I'm like, I did win state though. So like, what's next? I was like, what's next. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm it's over. Like there's nothing next, but college. So I'm like, so after this, I was like, I have to go to college if I ever want to play football ever again. So I was like, here we go. So 
onto the next level. And then it took probably about a month and a half to really settle in that it was over with. Cause it was like, everybody was up on the higher end and like at the new high school I went to, there hasn't been a year that they haven't won a state championship in some sort of sport, whether it's volleyball, football, wrestling, track, soccer, men's or women's like there's every year. And this was the first year. And it was the first state championship that we, when we won, it was the first football in the history of the school. So like everybody was like, Oh, you guys, you're going to get knocked out by me age. Everybody already knows you got this and that. And then that, then when it came down to it, I was like in that, in that game against me age, I remember sitting there and I'm like, I'm not going to lose this game. Like there's too much on the line here, too much at stake. And we fought, we put, we did it and got the job done and went on to win the state championship. And everybody was in shock because we just, I mean, it, we, we lived on that state championship for the rest of the year. I will say, I mean, it, it took a while. So I was just about to ask you, how long did that high kind of go? Especially when, you know, when you deliver a school, their first ever, you know, state title in a certain sport, especially as big as football is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't imagine the high, you know, that y'all had for, I mean, months probably. Oh yeah. It was, I don't even, I couldn't tell you. I, I honestly would say it's still going on now. They're like, that's <laughs> me now. I'm like, ah, you remember that state championship game? I'm like, yeah, I sure do. And Man, I, I, <laughs> I got you, Jimmy. I got you. So, so you know, obviously you finished off an amazing high school career for you. You know, originally started out, you know, second string quarterback on varsity, finished it off being, you know, one of the best running backs in your district and everything like that. So when it came down to decision time, you know, what were some of the final schools that you had? Uh, well, I was in between a few different schools. I was in between KU, K-State, Arkansas State, and Air Force Academy. And then West Point came along. And I will say, like, after I made my decision that other schools came along, but it was like I was already kind of committed. So I was like, okay, like, it, it the deal was already done. Like, I'd already been going through paperwork and stuff. So it was like everybody else was like, okay, well, if he's already signed and committed, then there's really no point if he's already locked in. So because I could I talked to quite a few other schools and they were just like, OK, here we go. And I will say, like, the one thing I did look at was going the Juco route, because I was like, I know I said, I know I can play at the next level and, and get it done at the highest level there is. But at the same time, like what is in front of me right now? So I was like, OK, this is the steps I'll take and this is what I'll do. And it was like the Air Force seemed to be I had 24 hours to make that decision. And when I did, like, it was kind of rapid. And I was like, OK, it's done with now. I know where I'm going to school. This is where I'm going to play. And then I was like, OK, so I got you. And, you know, also, I'm glad you kind of talked about, you know, the Juco route and everything like that, especially, you know, betting on yourself and being able to, you know, because, you know, Juco's pretty much it's pretty much a gamble. You go in there, you can either become, you know, sec bound or your football career can be over with as you know right because i mean one little injury one little mistake it's all over with and obviously you have in a lot of different opportunities you know two in-state schools kuk state and then the academies and everything like that so so jimmy for you personally you know what was it about air force that made you want to go to there rather than you know stay at home i mean honestly it was just it was more so the word of mouth what i knew from what i heard like i didn't like really, I wasn't, I never seen the school, didn't know where the school was, never really heard of it. And I was like, okay, like this is, let me start looking into it. And I only had 24 hours. So I'm sitting there like, okay. Cause they wanted me to sign at the new signing date, which was December 17th, I believe that they came out with. And it was, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, okay, like, 
let me look, let me see. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like they're like guys make it out of here. Like this is a chance. Like, okay. So I took a chance on it and, and then it turned out that it just wasn't for me. I mean, I get there and I knew what I wanted to study in. They didn't offer it. And then now it's like, am I just here to play football? Am I here to go to school and play football? It was like, I got to the point where it was like, okay, this isn't even like, I'm just here just to be here in a way. Yeah, no, I got you. Absolutely. It's kind of one of those things where you just realize, you know, this isn't meant to be, you know, I mean, obviously, at the end of the day, you know, probably shouldn't have gone. But regardless, you know, you live and learn and everything like that. And, well, I think you honestly made the right decision because you decided to head, you know, back to your home state and go play for arguably one of the best teams in the Big 12 in K-State. So talk to me a little bit about, you know, what was kind of some of the bigger factors and why you wanted to, you know, take a chance once again on yourself and, you know, go to K-State. So the reason I took the big the big chance because I knew the brotherhood that came with K State. I knew what it was like to be here to be an athlete here, and like I seen it before me. So I was like, okay, like here it is. Like, and I knew that he currently that was or who was here was Deuce Vaughn. I'm like, me and Deuce are the same size. I'm like, who else would I learn from? Who? I was like, he's the best in all the college football. Why wouldn't I go sit there and learn from the best? So I was like, okay. And before him, you've had multiple backs come out to his size. That was our size, like Darren Sproles. And I'm like, okay, Darren Sproles is a Kansas native. Like, where do I best fit in at? And what is this? And what is that? And then it, when it came down to it, I was like, okay, if if I want to be the greatest, this is where I need to go. And I was like, at the end of the day, I know that I can bring my attitude, my work ethic, and help promote other guys on the team and lift them up and, and bring joy to other people just by playing the game. Hey, absolutely. And I, I think I talked a little bit, a little bit about it with Jace and everything like that, too, because I mean, the the one reason, you know, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a TCU guy, right? You know, through and through from the Fort Worth area and everything like that. But I've always kind of liked K-State because we're, both of our schools are very similar in the aspect of, you know, we always we may not get the five stars, four stars or anything like that. But we get the guys that want to play each and every single day. They want to work. You know, they're not going to. I guess you could say quit or anything like that. And like you talked about, biggest thing is brotherhood, right? And Kansas State, I think, easily has got to be – and, you know, no offense to my TCU guys, but K-State easily probably has one of the best brotherhoods in all of college football. And, you know, I was there to witness the Big 12, you know, championship game, which pains me, but for y'all, obviously, you know, it was a great game. But I, it just showed, you know, like you talked about, just, you know, how connected y'all are as a team and just a family as well, which is most important for a football team. So um, and also, too, I'm glad you mentioned Deuce because Deuce Vaughn, that guy does not get enough recognition that he deserves. And obviously, Jimmy, you know, you're in the same backfield as him. You're in the same running back room as him. Talk to me a little bit about, you know, what has Deuce Vaughn meant to you so far in your career? Deuce Vaughn to me, he's just he's a brother to me. Like, I remember my first day here, my our running back coach, B.A., he was like, if you have any questions, come to me or Deuce. And I'm like, I wonder why I said come to you or Deuce. I'm like, okay. So I got here and I remember my first encounter with him. It was in our first meeting and he came up to me and was like, what's up? Like this and that. And and we were just talking and we kind of hit it off from there. Me and Deuce grew pretty close over time. And like, we always hung out and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay, like that's like, he just, we're just like brothers. Like we're, we're the same size. We always, if we're going out, even now to this day, like I'll be walking around campus of like, hey, there goes Deuce. He's back. There, Deuce is back. And I'm like, I'm not Deuce, but. I, <laughs> I, I was about to say you kind of do look a little bit similar to Deuce. Like if if, you, if you're looking at like from a distance or anything like that, I could see what people might say. It, but I mean, you know, Deuce obviously has a great character and everything like that too. Really positive guy, and you know, for a guy of his stature and everything like that, considering you know, All American, 
easily could you could call him the best running back in the Big 12, one of the best in the country. He is humble as can be, and I have any like it, it blows my mind how humble he is. So I mean, obviously, Jimmy, do you feel like you know being around him that much as close as y'all are and everything like that? That's kind of you know rubbed off on you a little bit to want to be able to also kind of get up to that same level. Yes, sir. Well, I'm competing, and now he's he's on his way to the next level, and and that's like who I strive I I strive to be better. So I'm like, okay, like he showed me the ropes, and I'm like, okay, he pushed me to a different level where like, all right, he's always said he said don't do what I did, be better than what I am. And that was like some of the strongest words he's ever said to me. Cause I'm like, if somebody can sit here and say that, then here we go. And like every day, like we always competed, like oh, all through the summer, all through the spring, like it was just for me and him, it was just a competition to like, let's make each other better. Cause we both knew we were both freak athletes. We could do anything from anywhere on the field. So we were like, okay, like if we want to get better, then we got to push from this. We got to start here with just us. It's competing. When you compete, it pushes everybody else to compete. And just like everybody's attitude, and I wouldn't even just say just Deuce and that running back room, our running back room as a whole, like we were all so tight and so connected. It was just crazy to me. It was like we were true brothers. And I'm like, because at, at the end of the day, like if any of us never needed anything, we were just one phone call away. Hey, I got you, man. Seriously. And that just goes to show, you know, what also what Coach Kleiman's been able to do with y'all, obviously, you know, being able to, just build relationships that'll last forever. And obviously, like you talked about with Deuce and the running back room and everything like that, something that obviously will always be with you. So, Jimmy, let, let me ask you, you know, just got done with your first year at K-State and everything like that. What has been your favorite memory so far, whether it's been, you know, off the field, just with teammates hanging out and everything like that, or whether it's been on the field and certain moments that might pain me a little bit, but obviously we're good for y'all. Um, I would say – my favorite moment from K State, it would have to be. Hmm, this is a tough one. You this you don't you don't have to you don't have to do the one that happened in Arlington. I'm telling you, you, you don't have to. You can always do another one. Yeah, see, the victories are nice, but I, I, what 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 warms my heart was when we were out grinding and grinding the blood, sweat, and tears that we spent together as a team. Just because it was like we were getting through it together, we was like we're not giving up on nobody. Like yeah, I don't care how bad it's hurting right now. We're not giving up on you. Like you're gonna keep going, and that—that's what really like, and that's what molds me. That's what molds my heart. That's what makes me happy. Gives me a smile when we're running. We're running gassers, and you see people throwing up on the side. We're like, all right, we're in this together. Let's roll. Like that's what I enjoy. I enjoy. I enjoy. I love to put in the work. That's my favorite part about everything. It's just putting in the work. Hey, I know. I, I think if there's any coaches listening to this right now, especially your K State coaches, they're probably you know about to run through a wall since you just said that. So shout out to you, Jimmy, for for you know being able to say that being some of your favorite moments. But um, yeah, man, obviously it was a thrilling year for y'all. Y'all were able to win the Big Twelve championship game. Obviously went to the Sugar Bowl. Things didn't go out, didn't go as planned, but still was a great great start, great experience, and. Also, let me ask you, too, you know, being, you know, your first year being at K-State, you're able to go down to New Orleans and play in the Sugar Bowl and everything like that. How was that experience for you? Uh, it, it was great just being there. Like, I mean, because before at Air Force, I, unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to a bowl game. Like, I didn't know what I didn't I didn't know what to expect. It being in New Orleans, the city never sleeps down there. So it's like, of course, there was a lot of distractions and this and that. But it, as a whole, like it was a great time just being down there. Like, cause we, we grew together more as a team. And I remember when everybody on the, uh, that, that Saturday or the Sunday morning, when we left, I remember being there, like majority of these guys, I, I won't see again for the next 
a month or so whenever they come back and clean out their lockers, all the ones who are done and graduated. And it kind of broke my heart a little bit because I'm like, they we were we were close as a team. Like our team was just, we were like just I don't even know how to we were like a, a tie, like you tie it together and it's in a knot. Like you're not breaking it unless you go through and you actually have to go through and break it. So hey, no, I got you. Those those definitely gotta be some of the hardest points because like you talked to also with like your high school career and everything like that, you know, you realize this is truly your last game playing with these guys. Like this is the last time you will ever be able to step on the same field with them, you know, same helmet, everything like that. Like obviously with Deuce, he'll be able to probably step on that field again, but this time he'll be in a literal different league. (laughs) But, but yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it was super cool to be able to see a lot, especially the big 12 as a whole, be able to get a lot more recognition, obviously K-State y'all doing y'all's thing us unfortunately getting blown out in, in the natty but um yeah. no nah, man obviously jimmy i mean seriously the, the future is absolutely bright for you and you know looking towards 2023 and you know obviously k-state currently right now y'all had a major 2023 class got y'all's quarterback of the future in um in avery you know for you personally jimmy what are some expectations that you have not only just for yourself but you know also for this k-state team going into next season yeah so well as of right now, like we've already been in working out and stuff like that. We're getting back like as a team, like we don't have like official stuff, but like all of us guys that like, will text each other, hey, you want to go work out? Like even we're back home, like right when we were still over break, it was like, let's go get connected and get to know each other. And it was like, okay, like we can do this again if we get back close. Like if we if we're tight again, then nothing, you can't count us out of anything. And so like for me, like just seeing it, like I'm most like, I guess I would say I'm most interested in seeing how we turn out as a team as a whole, because just seeing how tight our team was last year, I want to see if we can go beyond that and see if we can get closer than that. Just because it was like, dang, like it every year, like there's never a team that's ever the same. You'll never have the same team ever. There's always going to be at least one person gone. And that's where it's like, okay, like how do we, how do we turn it around and do it again? So Hey, absolutely. And I definitely think y'all could easily repeat and be able to get back to the Big 12 championship. And heck, maybe you could be maybe y'all could be the next, you know, Big 12 team that does go to the playoffs and everything like that. So, Jimmy, I also wanted to ask you too. you know, you you know, at the end of the day, you are still a K-State student, even though you're an athlete and everything like that. Have you been to any of the basketball games? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love to support our our, uh, other athletic. Matter of fact, I was just I was just I was just about to ask you. So how was that experience, you know, going to that KU game? Because, man, watching it on TV, I couldn't imagine the energy that was going on in, like, whenever that final second, you know, when the buzzer went off and then the, the students stormed. I mean, how, how, how was that experience? Yeah, it was, it was crazy because it was, like, the whole time, like, me growing up, like, I'm from the Kansas City area, which is closer to KU. So I grew up watching KU. That's, that's who I knew in basketball. Like, that's all I knew. So it's yeah. like in the game, I'm like, I know we have a team to beat them, but I don't know what it's going to take tonight just because they always have those fives or they have those six and seven men sitting on the bench that will come out and drop 30 if they need to. And I'm like, I don't know what we have in stake, what we have for them that we can put out there. But I know that that we got something that we can do to play with them the way we've been playing so far. And it was just like it was so crazy just being in that, at the game. I'm sitting there. I'm like, OK. We're starting to have fun now. They're looking like they're just having a good time. Like it's not bothering them. Like no matter what call the ref was making, they're not complaining. They're like, okay, I respect it. Time to make the next play. And I was like, okay, 
I, I'm liking this so far. So then it got down to crunch time and they go in overtime. And when they went in overtime, I said, I said, we won this game. I just said, I said, we won. I was like, there's no way they went down. KU went down about three or four starters due to foul trouble. And I was like, we're winning this game. And they pulled it off and we all, we all enjoyed it. Everybody was in, we all loved it just because like, I feel like since football was up on their higher end, it was like basketball went up on their, they're up on their end now. And it's just raising the standard of K-State as a whole. And it, it puts more eyes on our school, which warms my heart. Cause I feel like K-State's just a school that a lot of people, like we went down to new Orleans and there was people, Oh, where's K-State at? Where's Kansas state? I'm like, this says Kansas in the title, but it's in Kansas. So. Yeah, it, it kind of, we're kind of making a name for our school as a whole and everybody here at K-State, the school as a whole is more of a family as a whole. And it's just like, OK, we're all so tight knit and everybody supports everybody just because we know how hard work people put in just to make it to where we are. And it's and it's only elevating from here. Hey, no, absolutely. Now, Jimmy, I got to ask you, too. Did you storm the court? I personally didn't. I went up top. Oh, come to, on. I had to watch it from up top because when I started eating pop, I went up top and got some popcorn. And I was up there eating the popcorn. We, Man. Were, we started losing. We started losing. Or no, no, no. We were winning. And then when I got up and I started going back down, we started losing. I said, I'm going back up eating popcorn. And so we didn't lose that game. I, I'm just super superstitious. And I was like, if I'm not eating popcorn, I don't know. So. <laughs> no, I got you. I mean, I wore the same. Hey, I completely understand it because I wore the same outfit on every Saturday for 12 straight weeks when TCU was 12 and 0. And then I went to that big and then I went to the Big 12, you know, Big 12 championship game wearing a different outfit. And so hey, I completely, I completely understand being superstitious and everything. But, um, you know, Jimmy, also, too, you said you're from the Kansas City area and everything like that. How you feeling about the Chiefs this weekend against the Jags? How how, how you feeling personally? My boys gonna do it. I don't. I don't really worry about the Chiefs at all. They they're gonna pull through. I already know. Those. <laughs> that's the only. I don't like no other team. If it comes down to talking football by NFL, it's the Chiefs. It's that's all it is, and that's how we are here in Kansas, though. Everybody just loves the Chiefs, and if you don't, you're probably a Broncos fan, and no one likes you. Hey, I mean, we we saw how well that worked out for them this year, so. Oh yeah, but but but, I mean, nah, Jimmy, you're an amazing guy. I mean, seriously, I can't wait to see what you're able to do at K State. Maybe potentially you can be able to get your name up there with guys like Darren Sproles and Deuce. I mean, you definitely have the potential and everything like that, the work ethic and all that. So, Jimmy, once again, I appreciate you coming on. Everybody out there listening, please make sure. Oh my gosh, my bad about that voice crack. Please make sure you go show my guy Jimmy some love as well. I'm gonna leave all of his links, socials, everything like that. It's going to be down below in the description of today's interview. So, Jim, before we head out, my guy, is there anything you want to say? I just want to say thank you to everybody. And I say keep your eyes open. I'm coming. Hey, so, hey, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, I-